L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts season two of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Welcome to Brainstuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, Brainstuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here with a look into the history of an everyday item nail polish. It's actually been an everyday item for folks going back at least 5,000 years. The very first people to apply color to their nails were likely in India during the Bronze Age, and they probably used henna to do it. The use of henna as a dye for body art was very common, so extending the designs and color onto the nails was a natural next step. The Chinese took the nail game up a level sometime around 3000 BCE. They created a sort of nail varnish using a mixture of egg whites, beeswax, gelatin, gum arabic, which is a sap from the acacia tree, and alum, a compound frequently used in dyeing to help colors stick. These varnishes were then colored with flower petals or gold or silver dust. They further personalized the looks with artificial nails made of silver and gold, covered with jewels or cloisonnet as well. These elaborately designed and colored nails were exclusively reserved for royal classes only. Around the same time, the Babylonians were getting into the nail game, but it was the warriors who were wearing color. 
The men pigmented their nails with coal, which is finely powdered sulfide, before going into battle. Again, even among these soldiers, class mattered. Higher-class warriors had their nails colored with black coal, while lower-class fighters used green coal. Henna has also been found painted on Egyptian mummies, including their nails. Nail color signified class in Egypt, too. The redder one's nails in ancient Egypt, the more power that person had. Queen Nefertiti, the stepmother of King Tutankhamun, wore dark red nails, a color rumored to have blood in it. Cleopatra is said to have painted her nails from the juice of the henna plant, which created a deep and rusty color. Women of lower rank were only allowed to wear pastel colors. Colored nails were popular in Europe by the Renaissance era, when trade with countries in Asia opened up. Coloring and bejeweling nails hit another high in 18th century French courts, where outlandish fashion trends were the rage. By the Victorian era, women were creating color and shine with tinted oils. Women were also using tinted powders and creams on their nails to give them color and shine. They'd apply the mild abrasive and buff it for a shiny look. But it took time to apply the powder cream polish and buff each nail. In 1916, Q-Tex changed that when it introduced its first clear nail lacquer. Painting a layer of shine on fingernails became much easier than all that buffing. It wasn't until the early 20th century that polish as we know it came into existence, though, and we have the automobile industry to thank. In the 1920s, automotive paint was invented, and not long after, French manicurist Michelle Menard adapted the formula to create opaque nail polish. Her employer, Charles Revson, knew a good thing when he saw it, so he and his brother Joseph launched a new company, Revlon, with the first colored nail enamel appearing in 1932. Manicures were far from being the exclusive territory of the upper classes at this point. A bottle of Q-Tex nail polish cost 35 cents in 1934, an affordable luxury in a time of tight purse strings. When America entered World War II and women joined the workforce in huge numbers, manicures changed accordingly. Long nails were not going to last doing shift work at the factory. Even the New York Times ran remedies for motor mechanic hands. Rather than trying to keep up brightly painted nails, women working manual jobs turned back to clear polish or even buffing with cream polish. After Menard invented colored nail lacquer, women were having their nails coated from base to tip with solid colors. But it didn't take long before the French manicure became a mark of sophistication. Rather than using two colors, as we often do today, women would leave the moon at the base of the nail and the tip completely and very carefully unpainted. Black nail varnish was introduced in the 1930s, though there's no evidence of any soldiers getting their nails done a la the Babylonians. At the same time in England, women were having landscapes painted onto their nails, a level of detail not attempted since the Chinese Clausbonet nails of nearly 5,000 years before. You can now find nail polish nearly everywhere, in nearly every color, and for as little as a few dollars a bottle. But the echoes of the upper-class Chinese, Babylonian, Egyptian, and French still linger in products like Azatur's Black Diamond Polish. It contains 267 carats of black diamonds and costs a cool $250,000 a bottle. Today's episode was written by Kristen Hall Geisler and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other colorful topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.